Coming back to work this week, we had really remarkable numbers for the TSA. Two and a half million people went through airport checkpoints nationwide this past weekend. Friday alone was the biggest day for air travel since the pandemic. So you wonder if maybe maybe we are getting back to normal. Last time we talked to Sean Donahue, the CEO of DFW International Airport. He was the CEO of the busiest airport in the world. And he joins us again. How are you? Very good, David. Great, uh, great to catch up as always. So, are you still? Are you getting your share of this? We are. Uh, as you mentioned, uh, the weekend was was a busy weekend. Sunday actually was our busiest day since the pandemic started. Busiest day since March of of twenty twenty. We we served about one hundred and sixty three thousand customers, and that was a that was approximately an 83% load factor that day. So it was a, it was a busy weekend and Sunday was, was the top of the weekend. So this is all domestic travel though, right? I mean, international travel is just still almost non-existent. The majority, you're right. The majority is still domestic. Um, we are seeing continued uh, demand going down to Mexico. A lot of the beach locations but you're right. Most most of the demand we're seeing right now is domestic. And that's the pivot that a lot of these airlines have made. It seems like it's twofold. On the one hand, they're looking to more leisure destinations. I guess business travel's not back. And also, they seem to be flying smaller airplanes. You're right. Although, we're, we're actually, what we're seeing from the airlines, and, and again, I give credit to American, is they're being extraordinarily flexible. So, for example... Americans flying 787s to Cancun, which I'm not sure they they thought that would be in the cards uh, a year or two ago. But as you said, they're also uh, looking at uh, smaller markets that tend to be beach destinations or they could be up in the mountains. And so they're 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 exhibiting a lot of flexibility depending on the market and the time of year and uh and it's good to see. It's good to see that uh, nimbleness. So not to say that it's over, although really clear green shoots. So tell me about the airport. I, I know you walked in almost immediately and started helping out a, a lot of the, the the restaurants and the stores and, and the other tenants that you have at the airport, really in an effort to keep them around. Were you successful? We were. I'm. I'm. I'm pleased to say that uh, 80% of our food and beverage concessionaires are now open, which is fantastic. And and yes, we've been trying to support them financially during this period and try to support all of our business partners. And and while that's critical to keep their businesses open, it's also beneficial to us because David, as demand returns. We want these business partners to be open to serve the the customers, and and this summer is going to be busy, and and therefore we're feeling pretty optimistic that that the concessionaires, our business partners, will be there to serve our customers. You know, and again, I guess what this does is this: people who have a choice, who have to change planes someplace, will opt for DFW because they like the amenities. That's that's the argument, right? We hope so. And, and we know that at the end of the day, when people select where they're going to fly, where they're going to connect, 
the, the number one, two, and three choice is always price. But the fact that, you know, some airports are going to be more ready to, to handle the demand this summer than others, hopefully that will play in as well. You know, I heard, heard an interview with uh, uh, Scott Kirby, who's the still relatively new CEO of United Tuesday morning. And what he was talking about was the establishment of a mid-continent hub. And of course, in his case, it's Denver you know, running more travel through there. So which I guess that means less nonstops and more hubbing and spoking the way it used to be. This ought to benefit. I mean, you've got to be the, the preeminent mid-continent hub, you and Chicago. We are. And and right now we're we're busier than Chicago. And, and you're right, David, that our our forecast during the recovery is the connectivity of hubs is going to be more critical than ever because for airlines to take more risk and fly, you know, point to point traffic, I'm not sure they want to take on that risk right now. They, they want to, they want to drive as much traffic as possible. And that's where hubs are incredibly efficient and effective. Does this stay, does this continue for a while or is this a phenomenon of the, the pandemic? Because what we'd seen was a proliferation of, you know, fuel efficient, uh, single aisle airplanes that would serve maybe some out of the way cities. Good question. And, and we'll, we'll have to see. I, I'm not going to, predict one way or the other, but I will say this, as you look over the past 25 years in this industry, hubs have always been the points of strength for airlines, and they tend to become an even more important point of strength during the difficult times, and and especially as airlines recover from some difficult times. I believe DFW is going to be a critical, critical hub for for American for several years and and not just several years clearly through the end of the decade and and on to to the the next decade well we've seen a little greater presence of of Delta which had virtually abandoned DFW many years ago and, and I guess to some degree United is is there growth there with other other partners other carriers you know, we expect uh, over the next several years, there'll be marginal growth from, from other carriers. And and that really reflects the economic strength of the region, David, as you are well aware. The, the region seems to be recovering faster. Uh, the economic strength of the region is, is growing, which is great to see. So therefore, a lot of airlines are going to want to uh, to try to participate. But it is important to note American has 80 to 85 percent of the traffic here, and I don't see that changing. That's why they call it a fortress hub, I guess. <laughs> so you kept all of your terminals open all the time. I, and you astounded me. I, I guess it was maybe a year ago we were talking, or six months ago, that you wouldn't close down, you know, try to consolidate some of the business, you know, in, in, in just abandon a terminal to save some overhead. Um, well, we believe me, we, we saved a lot of O&M costs in the past year and, and we deferred quite a few capital programs, but what we saw even last summer, David was with American during their peaks of the day, they needed gates in every terminal. Really? And, and the other advantage 
uh, we had in the past year that we took advantage of is uh, we expedited the additional four gates uh, that we're building onto Terminal D. Those will be open and by this summer. This and is connecting with B, right? Uh, D is in David, yeah, the international but, terminal. Oh, just adding there. But, okay. So the, And those will be open this summer for international travel? They'll be open for both domestic and international, right? What about and the – go ahead. And then we announced uh, earlier this month – uh, we came to an, a, a preliminary agreement with American that we're going to start renovating Terminal C. So, as you know, that was the one terminal that didn't get renovated over the last uh, five or six years. And, and we're going to start that design work uh, this year. So that's more capital. And that is time. It's going to take time to build that out. Does this mean that uh, a new terminal, Terminal F, is further on the back burner? Well, it all depends on the recovery and uh, the the plans and the designs for Terminal F we still have, but we're going to really turn our attention to renovating Terminal C. It desperately needs it, and and we can, if if needed, uh, we can you know continue to look at adding more gates at DFW, but the demand has to be there and. And, 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 you know, the good news is we're starting to see that recovery. So what in the international travel, let me ask you about that last. Um, my guess is Europe comes back first. Asia is going to lag. What, what are you seeing? Tough to, tough to say. If you look at the schedules, you're right. Uh, we're, we're seeing some of the Europe nonstops come back for the summer um, and the nonstops to Asia are on the books for the summer and, and we'll just have to see if there's enough traffic there. The real key, as you, as you well know, David, is how do we get some consistency on what is required to travel to each country? And right now, it's just almost completely different depending on the country that, that you want to go to. So the industry is really working hard to see if there's a common platform. I'd love to see a digital type passport yeah. that says, you know, you've been vaccinated and, you know, you've tested negative, whatever the requirements are, if we can get some consistency, that's what will open up international travel. How do you do that? It, it is, uh, the IATA, the International Air Transport Association, yeah, they take the lead on, on that? It. And uh, several of the other associations are working on it. And it's it's tough. Let's face it. Each, each country is going to have their own view. Each country is in a different position with uh, their vaccine programs. But to really open international travel back up, uh, we do need some consistency of, of what are the requirements. Well, it looks a heck of a lot better today than it did a year ago. It, it sure does. Pretty darn sure bleak. Does. So what I got to ask you, so where are you? So you're, 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 more, you're busier than Chicago. Has, and I assume Atlanta has taken back, what, the number one? Yes, Atlanta's one and DFW's two. Congratulations. You try harder, Thanks. I know. Sean Donahue right. is the CEO of DFW International Airport. For more of our conversation with Mr. Donahue, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.